You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here <laughs> with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and of course, and of course, live. Twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Yes, we watch NXT every Tuesday night, and then we talk about it. We record this show, Up Next, on Twitch after NXT goes on the air, because we're your NXT friends. Friends! And we'll always be your NXT friends, but just a reminder, Wednesdays, we can be your dynamite friends too, and we do the same thing on Wednesday nights, so come hang out with uh, post shows both Tuesday and Wednesday nights on the Twitch as we record Up Next and BD Elite here, but I see the Twitch chat is jumping, uh, we have uh, NXT to talk about this week, but uh, in bigger important news mm. in our lives. Oh yeah. Do you want to be the, the bearer of good news? This is the last up next in the current BDE. Whoa. Yeah. That's right. We are moving. End of an era. We're moving on up. Yes. Moving we on. finally got a place uh, with about a week to spare yeah. before moving. Um, we're moving to Queen's Key. So we're going to be right by the water, right by the CN Tower and the, and the Sky Dome. Uh, it's going to be a change for us. Yeah, we are currently uh, we're roommates. We live in Toronto in Koreatown, and for the past three years, we've been kind of almost three years, we've been living here. And we decided, like, hey, uh, this pandemic's kind of showed us different things that we maybe want in our in our life. Lots of we want lots of bright light windows. Yeah, big bright <laughs> windows. So we decided to make the jump, and yeah, in uh, what seems like less than a week, we we finally got a spot that we... It's been fucking stressful. Yeah, it, we've been through <laughs> been a lot. Horrible. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's We awful. saw, and I'm not exaggerating, over 30 places. I think 33 or 34 places. Yeah, and the one we, we finally got was the very, very last place we, we looked, looked at. at. 
So it's as if it's meant to be. Yeah, it's got views of the CN Tower. It's got views of the dome. It's got views of the like the lake and the island and like the airport. It's just it, it, we're super excited, and uh, we we may lose the OG BDE, uh, the Braden Davy Estate Estate, but thus is born the BDE Tower. Yes, the BDE Tower. Live from the twenty second floor. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and I know we're going to be using that rooftop patio for uh, stuff. But if WrestleMania comes back to Toronto, we're right across the we're street. We're right by there. We the can dome. run across to a show, come back, do a tailgate in our like back lot. Yeah, yeah, be great. So I uh, can't wait. We're super excited. Yeah, uh, but we're we're almost packed. We're getting there. Um, I'm not. not the room all. is my room's pretty bare now. Um, but yeah, gonna miss uh, as someone in the Twitch room shouted out. Ralph the Raccoon. We Which saw him we yesterday. Saw him. We saw him last yeah. night. Not even lying. We saw him. Because Ra- Ralph is uh, the logo that we use for like the White Claw ripoff logo is because of this raccoon. We have a whole like family in our back lot mm. now, in our backyard. But Ralph is this more like pointier one, like less chubbier one. And we saw him last night. So maybe it was the last time we, we see him. Yeah. Maybe once more. Hopefully once more. Well, we're like... Gonna co- miss the cat as well. Manny the cat. Yeah. Manning Avenue cat. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I know that we'll be close to the lake. Yeah, we'll see different animals. Maybe we we'll see fish. Yes, Loch Ness, dolphins, dolphins, dolphins. Yeah, <laughs> in Lake <Peacocks>. Ontario, <laughs> we, there are wild peacocks in Ontario. <laughs> that is a true statement. But I don't know if we'll be seeing any too, too many zebras. Zebras, everything down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a different world. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a different world because you say zebra and I would say zebra. Zebra, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're 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 ready to make our move this Saturday. We got everything booked, and it's such a stressful thing. Anyone can attest to like moving and, mm. and all that stuff. But once we're finally done, we're all settled. Next week, we'll be trying to set up a new set and yes, yeah, and all that try stuff. to make it look better and improved. Uh, so That's very right. exciting stuff. But I, I'm looking forward to Sunday. I'm gonna do. No, I say I'm gonna do nothing. I'll probably be sorting out my room and yeah. stuff. But I'm looking forward to relax because. Even my shoulders right now, they feel... Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, man. Especially when we were like, hey, let's let's push ourselves to move. And then, like, we finally do it. And we looked, like you mentioned, we looked at a lot of places. And uh, we're, we're really happy that we're making this move. And uh, we're, you know, times are crazy here. We feel like we're in the Middle Ages here living in Ontario, Toronto. Mm-hmm. Because of this pandemic just still is raging on. Everything's shut and the world sucks here for us. Whereas I look at friends all over the world just having fun, enjoying life. Watch the UFC on Saturday. Yeah. It was, it, it was weird because I, I never really watched UFC much before this pandemic. And it's something to do, isn't it? So yeah. I'm used to the quiet and hearing the corner men and stuff. That first like, whoa, like roar from the crowd. It freaked me out a bit. You know what freaked me out is Chris Weidman's leg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Anderson Silva fan, so in some way this is strange karma, but that was awful. Yeah. That was so no terrible. No one means to do no, that. No, of like, course oh. not. That is really terrible. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I watched a little bit of that. We talked about the Triller fight last yeah. week. Uh, now it seems the other Logan is fighting. The other Logan? Leia, Logan Sorry. Paul. Sorry. <laughs> the fuck. other Paul. <laughs> the other Paul. Yeah, okay, right. Uh He's fighting Mayweather. I think so. So that's first, been, he takes a stunner from Kevin Owens, and now he's on. No, the that was Jake. Wait, what? Jake took the... No, wait. Was it Logan? Jake? No, it was Logan took the stunner, yeah. And Logan's fighting Mayweather. Yes. Okay, wow. So, yeah. All right. So these guys so are So it's setting up Kevin Owens 
Mayweather. Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> that would, that That's would how it lit. works, right? That would be pretty lit, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I heard your review with John Cena talking all about uh, Impact Wrestling Rebellion. Yeah. Title versus title match. You wouldn't know it was happening if you just watched AEW yeah. TV because they didn't really promote it. Uh, I heard you guys loved it. <laughs> uh, we watched it, actually. We, and, I watched we re-watched it again, it yeah. Yeah, it was a fine match, but I was kind of on the same page. Maybe we're, I'm just a jaded wrestling fan, but like, I was expecting, like, like banger. I, I think that's the thing. Like, it, I re-watched it, and yeah, it's, it's a good match. Like, it's still a good match, but it's the guy who's calling himself the best bout machine. It's this belt collector gimmick, and... And yeah, I felt a bit disappointed, and maybe that's on me for getting my hopes up, but I, I've seen what both of these guys are capable of, and I was expecting a bit more. So um, I, I know a lot of people loved it. A lot of people were messaging saying how much they liked it, and that's great. But for me, yeah, on, on reflection, I rewatched it again, and I enjoyed it more the second time, definitely. But I still agree. I still kind of think the same things. I didn't really think there was a moment where I believed Rich was going to win it at all. Um, and yeah, it was just a bit, didn't quite hit the mark. They felt a little off. I mean, Kenny Omega's the greatest wrestler in the last 10,000 10, years. That's, yeah. I wonder who before that, who was the best before that? Well, dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear us talk about dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about how the dinosaurs became extinct. It wasn't the Ice Age, it was Kenny Omega. Uh, yeah, um, listen to Behind the BDE, which is a, a World Champ exclusive show on the Patreon, uh, because we talked about dinosaurs and evolution and aliens and simulations and, oh boy, that was a one. And we, we recorded right after knowing we got a spot, so we yes, were all happy so we and excited happy. and stoned, and it was yeah. just a great fun a time. Uh, and we have a lot of shows. We've been doing a lot of Was Next on the pay-per-view where we go back and chat about NXT from the beginning. Right now we're in March of 2013. We just did one last week, and we're doing one this week, which features the Cassius Ono-William Regal feud kind of really ramping up, which eventually is going to set up a match between them. Not only are we having uh, like Luke Harper versus Pac and, and, and some AEW stars, but the debut of Bailey mm. uh, as well, which is quite interesting. So we're talking about that this week. And um, while on the subject of shows, we're doing a show this week and up yours with world champ Dustin, who I believe was like, I don't even want to come on and talk to you losers. No, he just I just wants to hear us. He's picked something that you wouldn't expect your your local wrestling podcast people to review, but on the Patreon this week for an episode of Up Yours, thank you, Dustin, he has chosen the movie, based on the book, The Outsiders. Yes. Yeah, not Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. No. <laughs> great, great Outsiders, too. Clearly fans. They stay golden. But we're talking about the movie. Yeah, I've never seen this. I'm really looking forward to it. Only heard good things about it. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. I'm really excited for this. Yeah, so some some interesting uh, stuff that we have going on in the Patreon. Obviously, we did Mortal Kombat and some uh, all the other shows this past month with April, including WrestleMania Show Stealers and all this sort of stuff. We're kind of in the middle of a month change. Yes. So we do have some shows up here. And I know we'll get to the NXT review, we promise. But we're excited because we've been working on this May schedule coming up soon, which, in, like we mentioned, includes that new uh, Was Next coming out this weekend. But uh, what are some of the other stuff we got? So we've put up a poll with it being Blood and Guts next week, which is essentially war games the classic version of war games uh we put up a poll on the up next podcast group uh to see what pay-per-view featuring a war games match we should go back and review and well i say a pay-per-view it looks like nitro 
from <laughs> the 4th of September 2000 oh, yeah. has one uh, featuring, and that's not even a classic War Games match. Fuck it's yeah, Triple it Cage. But you know what? We're talking about it. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about some Nitro next week to get all excited for Blood and Guts. Uh, we've also got a few more Up Yours coming up. We're going to be joined by Brandon from New Jersey to talk all about Samurai Cop. I don't know what it is, but it sounds great. It sounds pretty self-explanatory. I think so, yes. <laughs> I've seen Wolf Cop. Brandon from similar. New Jersey, Samurai Cop. Samurai Cop. All yes. right. Not Samurai Pizza Cats, but Samurai Cop. All right. Uh, yeah, we're also thinking, because it's a WrestleMania backlash, we're going to go back and do a review of one of the classic backlashes. We're going to go back to 2001. And then, yeah, a bunch of movies coming up next month as well. Street Fighter Assassin's Fist with uh, Corey, who picked oh. uh, Bloodsport last year. That's right. Okay, yeah, Corey picked Bloodsport. And we had a bla- that, that movie was is so fantastic. I love Jean-Claude. I've been in a Jean-Claude Van Damme mood this whole pandemic. But uh, Corey now is picking a Street Fighter Assassin's something Fist. I'm not Assassin's sure. Assassin's Fist. Yeah, yeah, it's like a web series put together as like a mini movie or, or kind of long film here. So we're going to be talking about that down the line as well. But uh, s- some other stuff. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, what Wrestle. What was it? Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm blanking on what I even have written down. But w- there was another thing, a movie. A movie that's coming out. Uh, Dawn of the Dead? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dawn of the Dead's came out already, but... We're thinking of, yeah. Yeah. So, Army of the Dead with Dave Bautista's coming out. Yeah. Uh, directed by Zack Snyder, I think I so. Believe. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of Dawn of the Dead from Dax- Zack Snyder. Me too. So, we decided that maybe we'll go back and revisit that in our, our own pick. So, a review from the six there of Dawn of the Dead, the Snyder cut. Yes. Uh, essentially. Uh, so, we're, we're looking forward. We got all sorts of different stuff. And, um, yeah... Lots of podcasts that we've been doing. So movie we'll be reviews, posting wrestling. the full schedule in the next couple of days. Yeah, you'll hear, you'll look out for the schedule and you see we got some things planned, including a special thing mm. we're doing this month. Because we're moving, we feel so happy and excited. We just want to do fun things and do things with our friends. And since we can't have a housewarming, we figure we might as well host a yeah. housewarming ourselves. How can we best piss off our new neighbors? Yeah, what we thought. We thought for the first time ever, sometime in, in later May, patrons, you are all invited because you Zoom parties are so much fun. We will be somehow doing, or maybe we'll be doing on Twitch too. We're not too sure yet, but uh, either way, we will be doing a first time ever BDE sing along. Yes. Yes. We've decided we all need a bit of uh, spirit and laughter and music in our lives to cheer us up in these dark, dark times. For anyone who joins in on the Twitch chats and the watch-alongs and stuff, and the people always request sing-alongs and all sorts of stuff from us, well, we've we've decided on a, a movie for the first ever one, mm. and uh, we'll I'll give you a hint that it's a Disney film. Yes, and that's all I can say for now. And Brayden, you know uh, we'll be decorating soon at our new place. Well, you you should know something about me. I use antlers in all of my decorating. Mm, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, from now on, I'm going to eat 12 eggs a day <laughs> to help me get large. Good. Right, yeah. yeah. So patreon.com slash up next. Only $5 North American tier gets you access to all the podcasts that we have in the back catalog, all the shows we talked about in the past, but including everything for the next month coming up. But if you're crazy and want to be a world champ, you get access to Behind the BDE. You get to come on for a future Up Next appearance and all sorts of stuff. So, hey, thank you so much for all our patrons because you keep this thing going. And that means we, we don't have to talk about like Blue Chew or steaks or anything like that. No. 
We just do it through Patreon. We do. And it's quite fun. <laughs> it's quite nice being our own boss. Uh, hey, thank you for listening. This is up next. We, we are getting into the NXT talk. Uh, you made me watch Raw. Well, not you made me. We're moving and we, we're going to lose the backyard now. So we decided to just hang out in the backyard and watch Raw the other day. Mm. And uh, a jump scare in wrestling was quite funny. <laughs> that was, yeah. <laughs> was it the Lily? The mistake of uh, smoking right before <laughs> the uh, Alexa Bliss Lily thing. <laughs> And it, she did the whole relaxation thing, yeah. like, clear your mind. And you know what? I kind of need to do that this week. Right. So I'm like, yeah, zoning out. And then ah. <laughs> you called it and I yeah. still jumped. <laughs> Jump scares in my wrestling is weird. The Lily thing is really weird. RK bro is really weird. I kind of I, I think it's going to work. I, I love think it. It's going to be really good. I think yeah. I already love it. Unfortunately, and, I know. I know. But star of the show, NXT's own. Humberto Carrillo. Oh yeah! Wow, he's grew up. He's grown up. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that actually. Him taking out Sheamus. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about most improved and and coming into their own, let's talk about Shamey because <laughs> 2021 most improved wrestler of the year, Sheamus. I've been I've been telling you for a while like Sheamus is quite good, and then. Very recently, you'd be like, I kind of like this guy. <laughs> I, used to, I used to hate Seamus. He was the guy I went in college when he was champ and I'd like just like pass out and wake up and be like, it was in the middle of the night. And I was like, what do I remember of Raw? And I was like, Seamus. It was always Seamus yeah. to put me to sleep. And now he's he, he's decked out in the new outfit. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Seamus. Like, <laughs> you look the part. He looks great. He looks like he'd beat me up. So you'll be tuning in for Seamus versus Carrillo. Next week? Uh, whenever it is, yeah. Oh man, that's a big. That's, that's a pay per view match, right? That. That's a, that's a WrestleMania backlash. Match that's got to right be there. the backla- backlash match. Yeah. yeah. No, Shamey is definitely an interesting cat in the world of mm. wrestling these days, uh, and uh, we'll be talking about some AEW as well on BD Elite because there's all sorts of wrestling going on. And so it feels like a bit quieter lately. Mm. I know there was like a pay per view, but it's just Impact. No one really, cares. <laughs> <laughs> no one really cares. Uh, so we'll get back to things. It's good that it's kind of a lower week because we can move. Yes. So we're yes. super excited about that. Uh, should we get into some NXT? Let's do it. Let's talk about NXT from April twenty seventh, two thousand twenty one, and we start off with Dakota Kai going one on one against Mercedes Martinez. So Mercedes had some choice words for Dakota saying like, hey, Raquel, you may be the champ, but Dakota still controls you, still your your owner, essentially. And well, they it kind of rubbed Dakota and Raquel the wrong way here. Mercedes right away attacks Dakota Kai's shoulder, hits her with a spine buster, but Dakota Kai comes back with the face washes, a DDT, uh, kind of a pump kick at one point. Uh, goes for the pu- the pump kick face wash again in the corner, but gets caught. And then there's this backbreaker, Canadian backbreaker into a cutter from Mercedes. Looked pretty cool for a near fall. Um, there's the commercial break, but then when we come back, there's D- Dakota who hits a code breaker, but Mercedes hits these like butterfly suplexes in a row. Shoulder breaker. Raquel on the outside gets decked from Mercedes, trying to get involved here. And then Mercedes like catches Dakota in the ring to go up for a finisher, but Raquel was pissed from getting hit. So comes in, boots Martinez in the face, and beats the hell out of Mercedes Martinez. Throws her into the plexiglass, like just smacking her against it. Look mm. nasty. Taking her out as she stands tall with D- Dakota as she hands Raquel her title. Yeah. Um, uh, I really enjoyed the physicality after the match. The match itself didn't really get going a whole lot for me. 
Um, I am looking forward to the Raquel <laughs> Mercedes match. I do find it kind of odd because I feel Dakota out of the two for me in promos has been more heelish and Raquel's felt like she's been moving more baby. But then with this match, it felt Dakota was a clear baby face in the match against Mercedes. But then the physicality after felt a bit heelish. It's all, it's all shades of gray with all three of these at the moment. So uh, I'm not sure who I should be cheering for or not, but I, I think the match next week is going to be, or sorry, in two weeks, I think is going to be pretty good. Um, yeah. setting so up the feud pretty nicely. Um, yeah, I'm interested in seeing kind of Dakota Kai going up against Raquel. Like it protects that's Kai. Gonna here. Be the, yeah, I mean that. That's you're right. Yeah, like that's a long term story they can go at. That's that's got to be the end game for sure. And I guess by doing this kind of finish, you can see it as different ways because Dakota can be like, "Oh, you didn't believe in me. You felt like I needed your help." Uh, when you start the tension between them, but that's that's definitely the end game. Yeah. Uh, overall, this was this was a fine match, mm. but yeah, we go to Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart backstage with Mackenzie Mitchell. She says tonight, or Shotzi says tonight, we have the Robert Stone brand, and they're not really someone we're interested in. Like we, they're nothing. We can beat <laughs> them. And Candice and Indy seem to lose their way, and they start going off on them. But then they're handed flowers. And chocolates and they say that they're from dexter but it's really frankie monet who shows up yes and so it's kind of as if frankie monet is sending them saying it's from dexter yeah is it from her is it actually from dexter is it from her kind of playing with them uh what's the deal here but i think frankie monet is very good in these backstage segments she's like stirring the pot yeah right? like she's she's now sending people flowers and who knows what she's doing but um, Shotzi and Ember are like, oh, these are from Dexter? Oh, okay. And Sh- Shotzi's like, here, you take them. And Ember's like, no, 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 I'm married. You take them. No, 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 you take them. And like, get, tries to get rid of the, the flowers. We go to earlier today, Cameron Grimes in his suit jacket shows up to a jewelry shop somewhere in Florida. And he says that I heard this was the clingiest, blingiest, best shop around. And I heard I can get it, whatever I want, the nicest stuff. And I ain't got nothing but time, but I ain't got all day. So hurry up now. Get out the nice watches. And it says to be continued. But there's a man sitting in the jewelry shop with a suspicious looking magazine he's reading or something. Mm. Newspaper with like drawings on it for some reason. But he looked a little familiar. Hiding in the background. Yes. More on that. Yeah. Karen Grimes saying he wants a watch because of Karen Cross with his obsession with time. Uh, he, he, he later, yeah, later on he he goes into that uh, about how it TikToks and stuff. Mm. But yeah, we go to the grizzled young veterans. James Drake starting off here, who usually doesn't cut the promos to begin with. Like, yeah, uh, that that was something. He's doing like you can lead today. <laughs> he says, "MSK, we we see that you're in the main event for six man tag action, and well, seems like you will only have matches that don't include us." You start having all these matches except us, the ones that matter, and you need to defend these titles. And then he hands over the mic to Gibson. Sounded all right, though. Yeah. I was expecting worse, seeing that he never speaks. Yeah, he sounded all right. Um, Gibson says, hey, MSK, you knobheads. Love how he gets away with just saying dickheads on <laughs> TV here. Uh, he says, 
you are the, the, the instance where the titles make the men when it's really the men who make the titles. And we are the men. We are the leader of the tag team division here. And we are the fire that will ignite this division. And these snowflakes will melt. Then so be it. Uh, and outcome, not MSK, but they're interrupted by no one will survive. Tomasa Champa, Timothy Thatcher, they say they hate to interrupt someone when they're talking, but you say your name is Grizzled Young Vets when we're grizzled. We're maybe not so young, but we're veterans. And that's what we are. And we all want to face MSK, y'all. He keeps saying y'all. It was weird, right? Because I've never heard Champa say y'all, and he <laughs> y'all. did it twice. <laughs> Pretty sure he said it three times. <laughs> was it three times? It was like someone backstage bet him, like, if you could say y'all three times. Three times. If you can say meow. Have you seen that in <laughs> Super Troopers? Say meow, and I'll pay you, like, all this money. So every time he intimidates someone, he's like, I'm going to need you to listen up right meow. <laughs> <laughs> we used to, at work, say, uh, try and slip in either in an email or on a phone call. Twas ever thus. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that that just stands so out. Hot. Yeah, I know. Stands out. What the fuck does that? But you got to like say it, so they're like, "Sorry," and then you just carry on like normal. Twas ever us. Yeah, so, twas ever us, Mister Harrington. Oh but as you can see here, it's really weird. The uh, Thatcher and, <laughs> and Champa. Champa continues calling Thatcher toothless Timmy, and then the small crowd here starts to chant toothless. Timmy. Tim says, "I find strength. I I find strength in beating people up." And if I recall. NXT TakeOver UK Cardiff. Shoes off if you hate Gibson, says Thatcher. Shoes off if you hate Gibson. And he takes off his shoot. And uh, Champa takes off his boot. Yep. And then he smacks him with it. Yeah. <laughs> then he beats, they beat up the grizzled young vets. They retreat. They run off scared. And the, the boot and tooth connection... Boot and tooth connection, I like it. Uh, yeah, Thatcher was great here, singing away. And the... Because Champa's got his Tims on. Like, yeah, they're Tims. That would hurt. That's not like a sneaker or anything. That's that's going to really hurt. And I yeah. liked his blue laces. Uh, no, blue I thought, I thought laces? this is really good. I'm really excited for this match. I think this could be great. I think, as always, Gibson sounds awesome. And apart from Champa saying y'all which was very odd I, y'all this, this really worked for me I, I really enjoyed this I like using I would like I like seeing Tim's being used as a weapon I, I rock yeah. I'm a Tim's wearer in the winter time and I want some pink Tim's pink Tim's some I did like Champa's blue like baby blue laces he had but yeah nice. they sent I, I, Cameron has pink pink Tim's and then who, someone's got like baby blue Tim's and I'm like those are so fucking ridiculous that I would wear them just so I could cut more promos for Up Next Mania and shit, just wearing <laughs> colorful Tims. Uh, so uh, overall, great little segment, which obviously is going to be leading to the grizzled young vets versus the grizzled old vets. Mm. So it sounds good. Yes. That, like, that sounds like a pretty good match. And I like Toothless Tim. Mm. Sounds like a fun name. Great that, singing put voice. A, put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. And shoes off for Gibson's cannon now. Like, we, like they're trying to get that back over. And like, yeah. that's a, such a thing that would work for Gibson, for sure. To get it when crowds are back and stuff. Definitely. We go to Drake, Maverick, and Killian Dane, and Drake says he finds it interesting how Dane got this match. And Dane says, I just asked for it. Like, you asked for matches. But he's like, yeah, but it's Imperium. I know how this is going to go. You're going to jump me, all of you, and you're going to join Imperium. Or you just leave me there. I've seen this before. He's like, no, you're crazy. Let's just have this match. So he doesn't trust his partner. He's saying exactly what I thought Randy was going to do to Riddle yesterday. Yeah. 
Like, we had that conversation. We were, oh, Randy's going to just drop down. And that's exactly what Drake was saying here. So he he's watched wrestling before. Yeah. And he's like, ah. He's but good. He's a smart baby face. I said last week that it should be Drake that joins. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what they were teeing up yeah. for as well. We see a music video for the band Queen. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. No, that's not Queen. That's Tian Shaw. Shaw. This... You said it right away because, okay, it's black screen to like, if you haven't yeah. seen the video, it's black screen and Zia Lee's face appears and she cuts a bit of a promo and then Boa's face appears next to her, but it's just the face like glowing in a white light with the black screen. And then you were like, oh, that's Queen. And then Mei Ying's face comes at the bottom they're just missing Brian May on top, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, and then she blows the smoke, the vape smoke. Yeah. And it's lit, 420 blades, and everyone's, it's like a Queen music video, but they're, they're angry and scary. But yeah, I see a little silhouette of a man. Uh, very Queen-like. It was very Queen-like. Check yeah. out the memes we've been posting yes. on the FX. <laughs> Shout out Mike Hogan and John Cena. Thank you. Because <laughs> we were like, I was singing right away. I was like, that's Queen right there. <laughs> that's the Queen music video. Uh, yeah, now I want to see uh, Tian Shaw like as Wayne's World in the car listening to Because <laughs> I said Tian Shaw, like Wayne's World. Like, it looks great. So Tian Shaw, uh, I want to see... May Yang like wrestle yes. and stuff or do something. Yes. Like I I know and Boa. Let's get Boa in there. Yeah. Let's get Boa. Yeah. Wrestling someone. We go to Isaiah Swerve Scott in his lab, his studio, while there's other people behind him like mixing and recording stuff in the studio. He says, Leon Ruff, when you attacked me, that showed you're just a coward. Which is funny because he just did the same tack that he did to him. It's what warranted this attack. Yes. He says but I'm sorry. He doesn't say I'm. He always speaks in third person. Swerve is proud of you, Leon. Swerve didn't think you had it in him. Well, this ring clearly can't contain us. So I challenge you to a falls count anywhere match. And Ruff, you want to play this game? I'll continue to play. But this time I'm playing with your life. Next week, Leon Ruff, Isaiah Swerve Scott, falls count anywhere match. This could be really good. I'm really looking forward to this. I thought their last match was brilliant. And then we watched the um, the Lucha Underground match with Swerve. It was it was a last man standing, I believe. Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, and that one was nuts. So, you know, Swerve, like if he needs to get a bit hardcore, he can. So, well, we did the episode. We did best death match ever with Damien Abraham, which he's in the show, The Wrestlers. Yes. About the death match. The episode had Swerve yeah. featured in it doing death match, mm. like some pretty insane stuff. So uh, I thought the last time Swerve and Ruff tied it up was a show stealing yeah. little, little banger of a match. Um, and I can't wait to see what they can do next week. I'm gen- genuinely excited. Yeah, to me watch too. I, I think this sounds great. Yeah, can't wait. Swerve needs to kill him at the end. Like yes. just get so over. Because like, sorry, Leon, you've definitely proved yourself, but this can elevate Swerve. Swerve could be a main eventer. Yeah, I think. I think so. I think he gets it in all aspects of wrestling. Just like this, this promo yeah. looks so cool. It's so different. It feels so authentic to him. Um, yeah, I, I, I think this could really steal the show next week. We go to Tony Storm, who has a promo, cutting a promo, sorry, on Zoe Stark. She says, Stark, I made you famous. No one knew who you were until you wrestled me. And now people will know you because you'll be a footnote in the legendary career of Tony Storm. Legendary. Legendary. Like that Crackerjack 
from MCW. <laughs> we did a, a <laughs> up yours with Chris Thunder from Down Under talking about uh, was it MCW, which is Melbourne City Wrestling. Yes. And in the opening of this brewery brawl, 2019 or whatever, it's introducing next a legend in this business, Cracker Jack. You're like, <laughs> what? Who is this person? <laughs> Sorry, no offense to the indie scene in Australia, but like a legend in this business. <laughs> well, I mean, it was Australia, so maybe yeah, maybe Tony it was. Storm is and maybe a we're assholes. Maybe Tony Storm is a legend in Australia. Yeah. So yeah, I guess, uh, but. Maybe she's a big fan of Cracker Jack. Maybe, that's yeah. the Cracker Jack line. <laughs> if you want to hear us talk all about uh, Aus- Australia wrestling and our attempts to fantasy book NXT Australia, listen to our review oh, yeah. out on the Patreon last week. Uh, so Tony Storm's going to have a match here, though. She's going to have a match with Zeta Ramir. So Tony's calling out Stark, saying, I'm going to have a rematch with you, but tonight I face this up-and-coming enhancement talent, essentially. Tony boots her in the face and just continues to beat down on her, a vicious side backbreaker, the classic Tony Storm German suplex, the rapid bum attacks in the corner here from Tony Storm. And then um, she goes to do, like, the the Storm Zero, but Mm. stops and then decides she wants to do it off the top rope because she's mean. But out comes Zoe Stark, which kind of sets up this distraction where Zeta Ramir gets Tony down, goes up top here, and the the upstart here, Zeta, hits a beautiful flying, shooting star press to get the win on Tony Storm here in an upset victory. I love this. I think this is such a great way of um kind of debuting i i believe she i think sino said zayda ramirez had one match on nxt yeah we've seen her before but very much enhancement talent barely told it told us her name no graphic saying who she was or anything real surprise here and a great way to put a stamp on who she is especially with that beautiful shooting star um and it furthers the story between tony and so he stuck. So I quite enjoyed this. I actually thought Tony looked way better. She looked way more aggressive in this match than I'm used to seeing her, and it works for her. I really love this shooting star press. Oh, this yeah. was so crazy. I know I love uh, the goat of the shooting star, Billy Kidman. It definitely gives a run for the money. I know the move has been like kind of overused in the last few years of wrestling, but kind of phased out as a finishing move. And mm. like when someone like this can pull it out, then yeah, it should be. A finishing move, but great shooting star. Zeta Ramirez, Zeta Ramirez, like could definitely get that. Like Leon Ruff, like you get one win and it like just Absolutely. propels you into a spot here. But can't wait to see more from her. But fantastic stuff. We go to Legato del Fantasma backstage with in all suits with dark lighting, and they say you all got lucky, meaning MSK and Kushida. The titles are all in the wrong place, but tonight we're gonna make a statement so that we can officially go on to reclaim our titles. All three of us will get the titles and we'll reign NXT again. We'll run this place later tonight in the six-man tag. We see Bronson Reed getting ready for his match against The Way and Theory's kind of there and with The Way. Well, you've got, uh, as Bronson's heading out, Johnny and Candice are looking at him and they kind of share a look and a bit of a grunt Mm -hmm. at each other. Um, But... Theory's just warming up or whatever and is completely oblivious of that interaction. It's like, why are you guys standing in the dark? Come on, guys. Got a match. Ridiculous. The way you're growing on me. <laughs> John, I, it's, it's, it's weird. Like, some parts of it are working for me, but some of it's still, like, WWE 
campiness. It is. It is WWE campiness, but I think it's WWE campiness done well, unlike some other stuff that's done bad, you know? Yeah. Like, they're, they're going for it, and I think with the material they're given, they're delivering it quite well, and I do think uh, their comedic timing, actually all four of them are pretty funny, uh, as we'll get into with Indy here as well. Well, yeah, so we we go to... L.A. Knight, actually, before oh, that, yes. because L.A. Knight's got some some words to speak here tonight in a promo. He says, Kyle O'Reilly seems to be coming out of the shadow of Adam Cole, and everyone seems to be talking about Dexter Loomis, and, well, they're all talking about me beating Dexter Loomis, and that sweet little Pop-Tart Indy Hartwell is what he calls her. Let me talk to you, honey. Well, that little tinkle in your eye will be a tingle in your loins after Dexter disappoints you you'll realize that there's nothing hotter than an L.A. night. <laughs> and walks off. I, I really liked his... Uh, his promos are always yeah, great. Yeah, I really liked his mean, uh, bad guy, like, trying to talk dirty to the girl, yeah. being really rude, just being a dickhead. But I'm I'm thinking I am just really like the line that there's nothing hotter than an L.A. night. <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's got this kind of Tony Stark vibe to him okay, with his promos. Yeah, you know, like can be a bit sleazy, but is a bit cheeky and very good with his words. So you're okay. like, oh, I kind of like you, but you're a bit, you're a bit of a dick. You're a little cheeky. Yeah, you're a little stuff. cheeky. Uh, I mean, this guy's promo is great. Yeah, like I'm. It's the rest that I'm not <laughs> convinced on yet, but I do think this guy feels like a star whenever he talks. So you should face Kyler Riley or Dexter Loomis next. Oh, sure. Okay. Because those are the two guys he kind of yeah, called out. I guess. So, yeah. Goes one way or the other there. Mm. Just like how the camera stays on Mackenzie as LA Knight exits, but in walks Ever Rise, they rule. I'm not sure if you knew that. With these coffee mugs. They have Ever Rise rules coffee these. mugs. These look great. Yeah. I'm sure Kevin Owens has he's them. He's probably got three. They remind us that they do some sort of Saturday morning Ever Rise show, which I, I kind of need to check out, I okay. think, because they seem really funny. Uh, and I think it's time we see them in another match coming up soon, but not yes. not tonight. But they remind us that they're there and they have merch. He, They go like, and Mackenzie, don't you want to ask us about our Saturday, Saturday show or whatever? And she goes, no. <laughs> no, back to you guys in commentary. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought this was fun. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed these guys a lot. We go to our next match, which enters the way Austin Theory is going to take on Bronson Reed. Out come Johnny and Candice and Indy, but it's sad Indy. Poor sad Indy. Sad Indy Hartwell. She doesn't want to do any of the poses. She's just sad, not selling any of the poses. and She's just marching to the yeah. ring and got her elbows on the apron and all sad. But Daddy, I love him, is the essential character yeah. of this. Poor Indy. She's just this... Yeah. Uh so we we get um what what do we get that Beth Phoenix says, Oh, the Dexter and Indy storyline are just like these star crossed lovers and mentions Taylor Swift and then Wade Barrett goes, Yeah, uh, you know, my mother always told me don't go around breaking young girls' hearts <laughs> and then Vic Joseph's like Hey, you guys do uh, music uh, references there? <laughs> sick references, bro. I love your references. Everyone knows you got the sickest references. I enjoy the music references. Yes. What was funny was Vic was like, is that Billie Jean? And Wade <laughs> <laughs> pretends like he just... Like, oh, I don't think so. Oh, no, yeah. No. I, it was, yeah. <laughs> Came up with it myself. Wade's great. I liked uh, listening to Maura Ronaldo on the, the Impact call yeah. for the Kenny match because he, he, my favorite song right now is Let's Get Down, Let's Get Down to Business. 
Mm. And he was just he just says that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Indy Hartwell's ringside, Candace is ringside, Johnny is ringside, theory versus Reed. Uh, Theory runs at Reed, but is pounced out of midair and then eventually hits his roll through drop kick there. He fakes an injured shoulder, but then on the outside, Johnny super kicks Reed when the ref doesn't see and then hits a like a crossbody Pascada to the outside onto Reed. Uh, in the ring, goes for an elbow drop, but then gets out of it. There's a military press, the the freight train, or is that the E train? The E train, we've soon learned. We've yeah. recently learned the name of this move since Biggie as NXT champ in 2013. Where you run at someone with your chest, the with your E-train. arms out. Nice. Uh, there's this like release choke slam, but Theory kicks out of it. Uh, Theory comes back with a roll through into the blockbuster. Uh, Theory goes to try to pick up Bronson, but then. Uh, Dexter and Indy uh, kind of get involved. There's a lot of shenanigans going on now. Dexter shows up, he's lurking, and then it's Indy and Dexter staring at each other, and it's awkward silence. And I think Indy says to him, you talk too much? <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get on Botchamania. <laughs> yeah, she's clearly <laughs> trying to get that on Botchamania. We've been watching a lot of that lately. We have. Um, so... Theory, sorry, Theory runs, gets thrown, and it's about to knock Indy. So Dexter pulls Indy out of the way and takes the bump here. Uh, and then Johnny ends up getting hit by Reed. Um, a huge lariat from Reed to Theory and the tsunami splash off the top. Reed pins Austin Theory and gets another opportunity at Johnny's North American title. Yeah, a lot of shenanigans, but I, I am kind of enjoying it. And this is all to build for Bronson and gargano again and i don't mind seeing that match again um and i thought the 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 bulk of the match kind of before the commercial break before everything broke down was actually pretty good uh both guys getting a lot in um yeah it's i'm definitely warming to the way i i'm trying to just accept it for what it is and i do think they're performing it well and this this index story has got me interested the index i love a good love story yeah i'm a sucker for good love stories you know like like uh, the movie Closer <laughs> or Lost in Translation, yeah. Her, yeah. 500 Days of Summer, mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 what's the one with Jim Carrey where they try to remember, forget your, your memories? Oh, that eternal sunshine of Yeah, what a great love story. Once? Have you seen Once? <laughs> no, I don't oh, know about that. Heartbreaking. I love heartbreaking movies. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> I don't want to see this storyline end up like that. I want to see it end up like... Uh, like Indy helps Dexter like warm up and become less of a like psycho killer. Yeah. Or is Indy going to be the type of girlfriend that steals Dexter's hoodies and starts like becoming like him? She'll become the like her, like killer Indy. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. I mean, Dexter's just in, uh, misunderstood. I think. Uh, oh no, he has put people in his car, hasn't he? He's, he's kidnapped people. He's kidnapped. He's people. straight up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you want, if TNA is canon, he's he's straight up tried to murder people. <laughs> <Okay>. so, <I laughs> <don't>... <laughs> but here, that was Samuel Shaw. Here, he's a different person. Yeah, he's in. Uh, he's got a whole new. What is it? I. What's it called? When you go into hiding, name change. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what's happened. Yeah, with Samuel Shaw. <laughs> identity change yeah and he's dexter here i feel like him and indy he'll he'll change indy if they start to date she'll start mm. she already wears dark lipstick but like she'll start Dye to, hair blonde blonde I, like dexter uh yeah maybe but yeah. just wear more all black more yeah. scary more sinister like him quiet yeah you know yeah it's, it's a great love story mm. to be honest index we go to it's still a better love story than twilight <laughs> index we go to msk and kushida and they say they can't wait to tag with you kushida tonight it's gonna be fire clearly a big fan of uh, the chat here at yes up next and 
Fire Frank. Fire Frank. Shout out, Fire Frank. They, MSK continues, Kushida, you actually helped us when we got here. When we first showed up, you were the one who kind of like became our friend and talked to us. And uh, we're happy to team with you tonight. Uh, three on three against Legato del Fantasma tonight. Does Kushida just love tag teams? <laughs> yeah. What? He loves everyone. He's Kushida. Yeah. Kushida's just this a nice Brizango guy. MSK. He's, oh, those two guys look fun. Yeah. They like to have fun out there. Yeah, or maybe Kushida just loves the smoke. Yeah. He loves the party. He yeah. sees these guys in outfits all week, Fandango and Tyler Breeze changing outfits. So they like, know how to party. They know the good spots in Orlando. And then he sees MSK and he's like, you you guys know where I can, <laughs> you can get help Kushida get the kush. You know what I'm saying? Uh, apparently we, we couldn't remember the words witness protection. Witness protection. <laughs> you know where your identity changes and you hide. Shout out the Twitch chat. Witness who, protection. Who are also you. going off on, I mentioned Billy Kidman and I've gone off on this before, but Billy Kidman's WWE theme song is not to be missed. Such a banger. We go to Imperium. Oh, sorry. One more thing here because... Uh, the way are pissed off. They're mm. upset about this this outcome of the match, and they blame Dexter, and for some reason blame Shotzi. Yes. So the way are pissed off. We get update on Finn Balor. Are you ready for an update yeah. on the former NXT champion after his hard fought vi- non victory? Sorry, loss. Finn Balor returns next week because he's been on vacation. He's loving life, and it shows his pictures of his Instagram, where it's just him and his like. Like wife or girlfriend, fiance, yeah. just partner, wife, just, now, yeah. just on vacation. Wearing where... luchador masks, posing <laughs> next to statues, big grins. <laughs> like, weird. like re- weird. really sold that he's like gutted he lost the title. Yeah. He's fucking loving life. He lost the title, he got to go on holiday. He's just this been looks great. We haven't been on holiday for a while. Yeah, I want to go to a beach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they. I didn't like this, to be honest. I know it's just a small thing, and it's just to show that he's coming back next week. But Finn, since coming back to NXT, he's ditched the whole smiley thing, and he's got this edge to him. And I really felt these pictures just... Sure, I can go on Instagram and see them anyway, but just broadcasting them just really went against his character for me. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's yeah, I wouldn't have shown I was just like, those. oh, you don't look scary. You don't look like you're going to come back and beat Cross. Yeah, why show these specific pictures? Yeah. Like, yeah, I found it a little weird. Um, it could have just been a photo of him or a video he sends in. A little video on a beach. Yeah, like I've been relaxing. I've been rehabbing yeah. on this beach. I'm coming back to get the title. Right. Or something, I don't know. You think he drinks like on the beach? What's his beach drink? Water. Probably white claws if he does. If drink. he does drink, it'll be like yeah, vodka water. Wouldn't be like a seltzer. He's on a beach somewhere, like not like a like a demon daiquiri. No, no, no he ain't having a daiquiri. Yeah, yeah. All right, no, yeah, too much checking. sugar. Just checking. Uh, so we go to now our next match, which is Imperium. Yes, taking on Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. So this is uh, the match where Drake is nervous that Dane's gonna turn on him. So he's coming out all shook. Doesn't want to lose Dane in his sights, like scared to stand like in front of him because he's he's scared he's just going to be attacked from him early on here. Uh, Drake is in with Bartel early on and kind of out wrestling him, like getting the best of Bartel every time, hitting this beautiful Huracan Rana. Eventually, though, Drake is getting double teams in and out. They tag to beat down on him. Uh, Eichner starts to swing him around by his pants, like Mm. which like busts the belt, which then his pants kind of start to fall off. 
And he then body slams Drake, but I think the belt buckle was right on his tailbone. It looked like it, yeah. And you could tell that Drake was pissed and like rips his belt off. And his the front of the jeans are just completely ripped open. Like these pants can just fall down now. This was like the time I went to churches with you. Yes. The concert and my belt decided to break before the show, so I was just like we shall go to churches again. One more hopefully. time, yeah. But yeah, uh, you were struggling that day. <laughs> so the pants are almost falling off. And he, he finally thinks Dane, he's going to make the hot tag to Dane. But Dane gets taken off the apron. But Drake just thinks Dane left. He thinks what he feared came true. So he's getting a little shook. But then he gets his boot to the back of the head from Fabian Eichner, which just looks deadly. Uh, Wolf is ordered ringside to hit Dane with a chair, but he doesn't want to do it. Out comes Drake just flying here. There's then uh, a crossbody, but Eichner catches the Drake in the crossbody into a roll-through, switches it into a crossbody into a powerbomb, kind of like Monty Brown. I don't know if you know Monty Brown from TNA, mm-hmm. but it's the alpha bomb right. from the Serengeti. Shout out Monty Brown. So you have the guy in like a body slam, power slam position, and you lift him in midair into the power bomb. Like yeah. it's so it's impressive. Nuts. As he does this in midair for the power bomb, though, Bartel off the top hits the flying uppercut combo for the win and Imperium win this match. The mat is sacred. Um, this was great. Yeah, I I really, really enjoyed this match. I loved the story they played with Drake and Dane with uh, Drake being beaten down for so long. And when he went for that tag and Dane wasn't there, he thought kind of playing into that promo from earlier that Dane had turned on him. And then uh, the story with they're, they're pushing the connection with Wolf and Dane as well, because Wolf didn't hit him with the chair when Bartel wanted him to. And I don't know if you noticed when Imperium were posing at the top. Yeah. Like Wolf was stood in front of them and then Marcel and Fabian Eichner stood in front. So I don't know if they're like... And they were eyeing each other. They kept looking back. It feels like they're going to kick him out because he didn't put out his... If, Feels like they wanted like a mafia hit on his old mate, you know, right. like prove you're one of us. Yeah. So I l- enjoyed all that storytelling going on, but I thought the match itself was really fun. Yeah, I thought Drake really stepped. Drake really? Drake is is underappreciated in wrestling, honestly. Like sometimes you can get so behind him, he's so good. He's such a good baby face, such a good underdog, and uh, I think when Drake, uh, sorry, Dane was coming in for the hot tags, I thought he looked great. I I this match really surprised me. I thoroughly enjoyed this. Someone in the Twitch chat just said the NXT tag division is stacked right now. And it kind of is and kind of has. It's been a low point in NXT for the last year, I would say. But now you've got uh, even Drake and Dane, who are lower down, approving themselves. You've got um, Grizzled Young Vets, Champer and Thatcher, Imperium, who are all like top, top teams. MSK, Legado del Fantasma, Breezango, like. The tag division's really in a good place right now. Definitely. There's so many good teams, and the division have been having some hot matches, on, like, especially the takeovers and oh, stuff. Yeah. MSK definitely coming in was the right call. Yes. They've definitely reinvigorated this uh, as like the leaders right now. Um, I, I think they should kick out Alexander Wolf. <laughs> yeah. I think they should get someone else to join in, like be the opposed, like, like how Walter's over there right now. They need another leader kind of over here. Who would you have? I, I don't know. I joke that it should be Drake as their mouthpiece, but like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe another Hoss type guy or I don't know, but yeah, they've kind of gone away from the Thatcher story. Or just re- remain as a three piece group. 
Well, that's just mean. <laughs> just, I, I just want them to fire Alexander Wolf. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm I'm watching Raw this week with you, and I keep asking you six times. So wait, why are the Hurt Business not together? They're just yeah. not together. Yeah, yeah. So can that's you like what that? The, you want them to do? We you were saying that's a bad thing. We were both saying that was a bad thing. No, I want someone else instead of Wolf. Okay. I just don't know who yet. Okay, he, I think I do want them to kick him out. Okay, so then he joins Dane and Drake, and he can just. Okay. Uh, do whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I would think it would make it interesting. Uh, I just want Walter coming back over, yeah. but I know we got to wait for that. So watch NXT UK, I guess, for that. But speaking of NXT UK, let's go to Pete Dunn with a taped promo here. He says, everyone's talking about opportunities and I got the locker room shook. Look at Kushida. Yeah, he's the cruiserweight champion, but I beat him at TakeOver, he stepped to me and I put him out. So realistically, that Cruiserweight title's mine whenever I really want it. But I I don't. So maybe I go back to the UK and take back the title that I made famous. Or Johnny Gargano with the North American title. You know you're just one move away from a bitter end. And Karrion Cross, you don't intimidate me, mate. When I walk in the room, the mood changes. I'm the baddest man in NXT. Try to prove me wrong. I dare you in the best Pete Dunne promo I've ever seen. Ever, yeah. Hands down. He's much better at these style, like the the straight to camera, um, kind of probably might have had a few takes to get this right rather than the in-ring promos, but this is what he needs to do more of. If he's going to cut a promo, I think this is the style that really works for Dunne. Uh, just putting everyone on notice, again teasing, uh, maybe going to a, uh, like an NXT UK or something for a match. But uh, wh- where do you see Pete going? What's the match, do you think? Imperium. He should be the guy. That, no, the guy. no, no, no. He kind of, he calls out Walter. He says yeah. he wants to fight Walter again, realistically. Uh, I don't know. I thought he sounds so good as this mean guy. And I know in the past little while, not little while, he's become like super jacked and athletic. He, he just looks the part now of like this mean guy. And he totally nailed it with this promo. He sounded so next level of the character. Like he's mm. taking that next step. So yeah, even going back to the UK, doing a little, do a little exchange. He, maybe he does take the title i don't see walter losing the title anytime soon but like mm. be the guy over there while walter's over here or, or i don't know there's 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 a few different things i've seen someone in the chat saying um what what a uh, dragon should join imperium that would be interesting okay. as well like a little swerve there mm. he you know he's been respected and stuff but yeah. uh, i i think p dunn versus daniel bryan is something that should happen daniel bryan i saw is in that smackdown Thing, loser, leave SmackDown. Yeah. Whatever, retire. So he leaves and he shows up in NXT UK. <laughs> I'd, I'd love that. And the next TakeOver UK TakeOver is whatever, is uh, Walter versus Daniel Bryan. I would love that. I would absolutely Fucking love that. Fucking book it. You know I love uh, my dream matches. I guess we'll find out soon. I Fantasy thought, booker. I fully expect Bryan to lose on Friday, but I'm looking forward to that match. Yeah. I just hope it's not just a way to get him on Raw. That's really shitty. That'd be bad. I I worry that that is the case. But it being Daniel Bryan, it does it does make you think maybe he'll do a NXT run or something. Daniel Bryan versus Pete Dunne. Daniel Bryan versus Walter. Bryan versus Tyler Bate. Uh, Bryan versus Dragunov. You prefer him in NXT UK. If he comes over here, Bryan versus Kyle O'Reilly. Obviously, yeah. Brian versus Kerry. I mean, this Cross. is more realistic considering he's got a family and he does it's one weekend or... to travel. Yeah, yeah he could do a one-off. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, sorry, yeah, Kyle, Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan, 
Sounds pretty lit. Mm. Uh, there's there's a few different things. I think that would be quite interesting. Yeah. That why not? Fuck it. But that's just me fantasy yeah. booking out my ass. He'll so. be on Raw with Braun. <laughs> <laughs> the train man. The train man. Choo choo man. Yeah. The fact that it says choo choo is like, like, dude, <laughs> WCW should have won. That's what I think every time I see Miz and Morrison. WCW should have won. <laughs> We go to Cameron Grimes back at the jewelry shop, uncut gem style. He says, are you sure this watch is ticking? This is where he makes fun of Karrion Cross because Cross uh, would hate it. It doesn't tick tock. Uh, but real gangsters know that you want your watch to be so shiny that you can't even tell the time. But Grimes clearly doesn't know that yet. Grimes says, that's it. That's the one. The one watch he sees. It's sparkly. It's diamondy. It's nice. He puts it on. He looks all nice. He goes, oh, yeah, I think I'll wear it out. And then you hear someone behind him say, that's a nice watch there, kid. And he, we turn around and it's the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. And Ted then flexes his watch. And Ted's rocking a way more shinier and fancier watch than Cameron Grimes. It's a million dollar watch. And he says, that's a nice watch, but it ain't a million dollar watch. Oh, and yeah. then he does his laugh. And he walks out the store, and Cameron Grimes goes, Oh, that damn Ted DiBiase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it, like, I think we were all expecting a Ted DiBiase cameo at some point. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it was fun. Like, it made me laugh, but I was like, Oh, you could have done a bit more, couldn't you? Yeah, it was really but weird. It was funny. I yeah, guess. it's yeah. still funny, but I kind of was like, oh, that's it. I do enjoy Cameron Grimes. I yeah, he's great. he's great. He's so good. Um, this is setting up clearly Cameron Grimes versus Ted DiBiase Jr. I hope so. <laughs> dream match. Yeah. <laughs> We're all about the dream matches. Uh, in the chat here, there's mentioning that we forgot if, if Daniel Bryan's coming to NXT for one match or rounds of matches there's we're missing daniel bryan versus johnny gargano oh for sure that's of course definitely a banger match there book it we go to Aaliyah and jesse kamea the robert stone brand in the ring looking nice and flashy in their new gear but uh, i like how robert stone's got uh diamond gloves <laughs> yeah he looks ridiculous like michael jackson diamond gloves uh so they're going up against shotzi blackheart and ember moon the tag champions here but as they're making their entrance, there's these dudes at ringside who are like, hey, these are for you, these flowers and chocolates. But it's all a setup from the way. Candice and Indy attack Ember and Shotzi from behind. They smash the flowers, smash the chocolates all over them. And then Indy Hartwell grabs this glass vase of flowers and smashes it over the head of Shotzi Blackheart. Of course, Shotzi's the one to take this spot. <laughs> she probably was like, hey, what if we do this spot? <laughs> Smash glass over my head. So Shotzi eats the glass, and Indy, Indy's just looking mad. She's yeah. taking all her sexual frustrations out with this relationship with Dexter. She's all, It's not going her right way. Yeah, well, Candice has got cupcakes shoving it yeah, in her face. Yeah. Indy just grabs glass. glass and smashes it. Yeah, that's right. Candice <laughs> is using actual cupcakes in the face of, like, Ember. Uh, while ah, while Indy is using fucking glass and, like, <laughs> smashing it and then takes the basket and keeps throwing the fruits and stuff. Like, she's just being extra mean. So... The, the the while this is, attack is happening, Robert Stone decides we win the match by <laughs> by like count out. We win because they didn't enter the competition. So he grabs the titles and says they're the new women's tag team champions. And the ref is like, no, nah, that's not. No, it's not. But technically, they they're owed a, a match. They are. But wow, uh, just a 
a crazy segment. I thought this was good. Like they actually, this wasn't silly. And I think a lot of the stuff with these women has been silly. Sure, you've got cupcakes and fruit being thrown, but the actual vase attack made it serious. And I thought this brawl was pretty, pretty good and pretty violent and makes the, uh, the they announced a tag match, a street fight that's going to come next week uh, between these two. I'm way more invested in this now than I was at the TakeOver match, which just felt like a thrown-together rematch. Now the stakes have been raised a bit for me. Uh, I thought this was decent. Yeah, I, I like this. I like this attack. I'm a big fan of Candice LeRae. I think she gets it done in the ring. Bell to bell, she's probably one of the best women's wrestlers out there. And and I feel like the way is kind of put her in this this tag division kind of thing where I was more invested of this storyline with like her and EO going mm. back to that down the line or something like that. But uh, I'm I'm interested in seeing where this goes. It, it gives the the women's tag division don't really have too much going on now that the, the these are the titles. But Candice LeRae and Indy could even win it and just give it something to do with the way yeah. since the way is kind of working and stuff. Um, and and yeah, of course Candice is using cupcakes because isn't that like her was, her logo is all over that. But yeah, overall it gets me kind of interested in that match more than we were before. And the Robert Stone brand were pretty funny. As yeah. Well. Yeah, and I think it's good that they're highlighting them more because we need legit tag teams in this division. So even if they're like, I don't expect them to win the tag titles or anything, but it's good to have other teams in the division. For sure. Yeah, we go to a interview that is with Adam Cole. So this is taped earlier today outside. It's like a gated community. Uh, there's a pool. Adam is in a black shirt, black suit black shades hair tied back on his black phone he's on the on the phone waiting with arash mark markazi from espn i believe they say sports journalist and he's like waiting on adam cole to finish his phone call and adam's like hey yeah uh, i'm waiting on these these jerks hey when's this starting uh actually adam we're waiting on you oh okay well i'll start the interview then <laughs> So he says, hey, Adam Cole, since coming back now, how's your injury from that match? He says, it was it was fine. I'm better now. I'm healing. But I'm even at 90%, I'm better than the whole roster. He's asked, was it a mistake to turn on your brothers? He says, I don't make mistakes. I make decisions. I decided I didn't want to carry these guys anymore. I carried them for four years, and I carried NXT for four years. And Kyle is not ready to do that. And, well, it only took four years for people to recognize. And I know Kyle and the anxiety he deals with. And he knows he's not sure if he can be the guy or the champ. And no one's ever taking my spot. So carrying Cross, he's good, yeah. But is he great? I don't know. Remember that crazy freak injury? I don't think he's ready. And he hasn't dealt with me yet. So his clock is ticking. He says, I know where to go, though, and that's none of your damn business. I know what's next for me, and it's only I who know. I'm still just mad that people think Kyle's replacing me, and it's it's so hot. I'll burn it up, he says. And you, you're just a terrible interviewer and, and says, you made me wait, and this is not the right way to conduct interviews. And, and he's going off on the interviewer as the camera changes, like it cuts to somewhere else, and it's, Kyle O'Reilly watching the interview live as he watching NXT like in the locker room. He's actually watching TV the right way. Yeah. In NXT they watch the right way. They he watch sat just, down watching it square on. Right. Not like to the side no. or anything. And Kyle kind of shaking his head like, alright, I hear what you're saying, bitch. This felt like a, almost like a cut to break during a TV drama or the end of a show. Like you see the 
the person watching on. The camera even panned. Like, yeah. you see the... It's shot onto the TV and then it pans round to watch Kyle, like, watching on sinisterly. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was great. I really enjoyed this interview. Adam Cole's so good. Adam Cole is like Shawn Michaels, like, from the 90s, man. He's so, he's such a prick. He looks like a million bucks, like, with his ponytail and his Mm. shades. He looks like a badass dude. He looks cool. And he can talk so much. He can believe every word. Nothing feels scripted here. This feels like it's just coming off. Um, I, I love the interviewer as well. Like it felt, this felt so un WWE for me. Just the setting of it with him, wh- wherever he was outside in Florida, uh, with this interviewer who I don't know who he is. Like I, I don't watch ESPN, but like I know they're a big deal. But it just not being a another WWE guy interviewing him. It felt like a legit interview here, and. It, it almost felt like we've gone off and watched a load of awkward interviews where guests have stormed off and that kind of thing. The Bee Gees. Yeah, the Bee Gees <laughs> one is my favourite. Um, Cameron Diaz, she's great on Parkinson. But uh, yeah, it's... Sorry, no, Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan on Parkinson. Oh. Um, but it it felt like Adam Cole has been studying these for this moment because he did the whole awkward guest storming off thing and it's... I felt that tension there. I thought this was done brilliantly. It, it reminded me, because uh, I've been seeing someone compare it to like these old school Hulk Hogan in all black and all shades right. in the sunny Florida somewhere cutting a heel promo. It reminded me of just like classic heel wrestling. Like, look, uh, I'm too busy. I don't want to come to the CWC. I'm still healing up. But if you want to get my words, uh, you can send an interviewer. So they send this ESPN guy. And it's like, of course, he's at this gated, nice pool outside, all black, looking fresh. He's too busy. He's talking to people. He's working on the moves. He mentions he's got other plans, but clearly Kyle and Cole are not done. No, we'll we'll get a rematch for sure. Right? So, yeah, that's definitely the next kind of direction for these two. I personally want to see Cole... Go against Carrying Cross. I want Cole mm. to take the title from Carrying Cross and instantly become the. I don't Adam- want anyone to anyone Carrying Cross. Looking this whole past since he's won the title, Carrying Cross is a complete afterthought. And yes. Adam Cole completely with one promo here tonight made me go, "This guy should be the champion again." This guy, how is this guy not the biggest thing in WWE? Cross was, like barely mentioned tonight. Yeah, and I can't say he was missed on this show at all. No, not at all. Yeah. yeah, Adam Cole is a superstar. I know people are like, oh, cause the only reason he's not WWE champ is because he's short. Well, make him NXT champion again. I think he's such a talented individual. He b- comes across as a classic bad guy wrestler who mm. just pulls off the part like it's nothing. Yeah, I'd I'd much rather... Uh, it's You've already had Kyle have the win, but Give it, it feels to Cole. like it should be Cole with the yeah. championship with Kyle chasing it for yeah, that win. Yeah, 100%. And then, you know, down the line, we get the Finn-Kyle storyline as well. But Cole... As a bad guy champion, I need to see again. I think I think NXT can just boost it back into that position. He he can he can the promos. I told you I didn't need you guys. Yeah, I'm the I'm the guy. Fuck you, Kyle. Killed Kyle. So we see a promo which everyone thought was just a commercial with like graphics of like strength and all sorts of inspiring quotes and says diamond mine mm. like. Yeah, Diamonds. it seemed to be, it looked like, to me, in a kind of MMA gym. I think there was a cage I saw. Saw, like, boxing gloves and kicking, people punching. boxing and kicking. This could be, Diamond Mine doesn't sound like a person's name. It sounds like a me. group. It sounds like a group, like a stable. Or perhaps, wasn't there rumours of, like, a 
weren't WWE thinking of doing another show? That like one of the Evolve shows was going to be yeah like kind of like Raw Underground was meant to be okay maybe it's a commercial for that or a segment on the show uh, I don't know I I don't really know what to think about this yeah I'm seeing a lot of people say Tessa Blanchard don't know if it really fits that I don't MMA think Tessa fix fits that at all I'm thinking maybe more of an MMA stable yeah like Daniel Garcia uh, Anthony Henry um, Giro. Jiro? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't think he's joining. Uh, maybe, um, fuck, who Huas? else? Art- yeah, Arturo Huas. Yeah, yeah, he's another one of those guys. Um, but then, don't we already have that with Thatcher, or he's kind of gone away from it? Like mm, Thatcher's a bit different. Thatcher's more catch-as-catch-can, isn't he? Whereas this would be more like Bra- Brazilian jiu-jitsu oh. kind of thing. I don't know. It showed Cage, though. So I'm thinking Fight Pit, the Cage, like all that. Yeah, but what I'm Thatcher's more of a like a submission guy whereas okay. i think this stable could be more like strikers and i don't know i don't know it's interesting I, i'm i'm hoping it's some sort of stable with i i'm a fan of daniel garcia and i don't know if he's fully done with his uh, indie stuff but he's a buffalo kid and i'm i'm in, I've, anything i've seen of him i'm like oh mm. this guy knows how to to work so uh diamond mind maybe mm. simon diamond <laughs> his new crew i don't know who else neil diamond i wouldn't mind um making it a mixed stable as well yeah. like you've got with the way because you can then do way more things with uh either singles women's division or the tag division as well uh i think that could work so some diamond mines it could be evolve it could be something like a fight pit fight mm. club raw underground type thing but more on that later but everyone thought it was just a yeah you fight in the diamond mine it sounds like a kind of right pit sort of because it's like you got every like how do you make diamonds from pressure yeah right there's diamonds in the rough so there's all the rough and there's diamonds in it that fight. Maybe we'll get Shane McMahon. Sick, sick, <laughs> sick. <laughs> Bring Moro back just for the diamond mine. Moro and Shane can call it. Shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> diamonds are forever. <laughs> Next week they announced the Street Fight Tag Women's Championship match as well as Swerve versus Leon Ruff. Um, so that looks all good. And in two weeks. It's Mercedes Martinez versus Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT women's title in two weeks. So, yeah, cool. Main event time. We start off with LDF, Legado del Fantasma, all in their masks, their lucha masks here. Looks great. Um, Yeah, kind of like an open lion's mouth, it looked like, on the face. Of? of, uh, Sorry, not of uh, Santos, but of Joaquin and Raul Mendoza. Their masks kind of covered their full face and had... Like a leopard. Yeah, like the mouth was wide open. It reminded me of Tekken. There's a character King who's okay. got like the he's the wrestler who looks like yeah, it's it's classic. I know New Japan and stuff have it, but King is that famous Tekken fighter who's got like the Puma Jaguar okay. or whatever face. That definitely reminded me of of that. But um it's Santos in his classic Phantom mask, yeah. which is still such a lit mask. We have these guys going up against M.S. Kushida. I forgot to mention in their promo backstage that that's what they're calling themselves tonight, M.S. Kushida. And they come out here and they are ready for business. Um, MSK are on the attack early on in this match. They hit this crazy uh, like back and forth tagging in and out. Nash Carter and Wesley are such a unit. Uh, Wesley hits this like crazy knee spring into like a tope atomico sent on thing. It just looked crazy. Um, there's like a double stomp, like the mushroom stomp from Carter at one point. There's a Moodle lock drop kick combo with MSK tagging in and out with Kushida. 
who does his cartwheel kick, sending all of LDF to the outside as MSK and uh, Kushida start doing the poses and the Liger stuff and the whole thing. <laughs> um, that's a dream blunt rotation. Liger. Kushida and MSK. MSK. Yeah, definitely. Um, we go to commercial break. When Let's we put ca- Randy Orton in there as well. And Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to smoke with Randy Orton. Yeah, definitely. Um, LDF have control on Nash Carter for a long time here when we come back. They uh, are beating down on him, but he finally tags in his partner, Wesley, who comes in. They hit the hot fire flame, the assisted moonsault push thing, which is crazy. Uh, Kushida holds the ropes and MSK hit uh, in stereo Tope Suicidas. But then Santos gains control and turns the, the tables on this match, literally, because he power bombs Kushida through the announced t- table. Yeah, it doesn't clear it or anything. Nothing. So, like, all these things, like the mics, mics, the mic stands, all the stuff, just, like, Kushida's back just mm. goes right onto, on top of all this stuff. Looked insane. Crazy spot. Uh, and then Mendoza takes out Carter as well. So, these guys are just taking out both guys. And it's Wesley forced to take on all three members of LDF here. And he tries to take them out. He, he he seems to be doing pretty well, but then goes for his double backflip into like the like the Pele, but in midair gets drop kicked, which is nasty. But again he comes back. Wesley is so fast. Like he counters everything. He's dropping sweeping legs and stuff. He dodges a frog splash from Santos. Eventually, with roundhouse kicks and all these crazy things, taking out all three members of them, finally tags Nash Carter back in. Super kick, but then uh, gets beat up by a, a kick from LDF, but then it's Kushida who now is like the the trainers are telling him like your shoulders fucked from taking this power bomb like get the hell out of here. He's like no I'm gonna gonna fight this so he goes into the ring but Santos attacks the shoulder again hits him with the phantom driver and at the same time LDF hit the side Russian leg sweep Gammon Geary on Carter and the boys pin Nash Carter Legado del Fantasma beat the champions mm-hmm. here. In NXT. And they pose with the title oh, at the end as well. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought this was really good and kind of surprising to see LDF win in such a dominating fashion without really doing anything heelish. Like everything was in the boundaries of the rules, but they looked so dominant here. But it didn't make MSK look weak at all. I thought... Wes Lee had such a showing. Oh, yeah. Taking on all three guys. He looked great. And then Nash Carter for that hot tag. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. They both wrestle with such emotion, which it really draws me to them. There's almost this desperation with them when they're wrestling. And I buy into it completely. Um, I think both guys could go really, really far. Wesley was very impressive in this match. Oh, yeah. Again, taking on all three guys, hitting these crazy spots, knowing where to be at the right time here. And he's so fast. He's in like this peak physical condition. Uh, I love MSK. I think there's mm. such a good... Is this, is this their first loss? I'm seeing Frank in the chat saying this could be it. so. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So LDF obviously deserves some sort of a title shot in the near future, uh, which is good, which stretches out the Grizzled Young Veterans MSK match, like down the line. Yeah, like there's there's so many guys I'm interested in. You've got... GYV with Thatcher and Champa right now. I'm fine with them doing their own thing while Legado del Fantasma face MSK. Yeah. Um, yeah, I th- I thought this was a really solid episode, actually. 
Yeah, overall, like it had some really great wrestling mm. uh, from all the different matches, and and everyone kind of had their spots. I'd say uh, I really I really liked the the tag match with uh, Drake and Me too. Dane. Like I I thought that was really fun, but I would say the main event was my my favorite match here. Just uh, all all six guys played their part perfectly, and I'm a fan of all six of them. But mm. Wesley was definitely the standout. He stood out for sure. Yeah, like I I looked at him and I go, okay, like could you be like this next big star in wrestling? Like he could for sure. Yeah. Like, I, I think, um, and I think Nash Carter could really help him get there. Like, I can... Both of them are I can great. imagine a moment. Like, these guys are so talented. Like, there's no reason why he couldn't have a big, big moment on a WrestleMania one day. Both like of them. But you say that about majority of the roster. There's so many of them who could do bigger and better things than they do. But right now, they're in a great spot. They're, they, the company clearly likes them because they keep on putting them in this position um, but top to bottom, I really enjoyed this week's show, and and I'm with you that I, that Killian Dane Drake Maverick tag match. I it was all right. I really enjoyed. Yeah, it was all right. It was uh, overall thumbs up episode from NXT. They kind of been on a little bit of a roll. I again. think so. Yeah, and I hate to be this guy again, but yeah, the champion is such an afterthought. Wasn't even meant brought like mentioned. And on also the show. considering Barely. NXT's always been good at this at, at promoting ahead, like what matches are coming up. We had matches promoted for next week and the week after, but nothing promoted with Karrion Cross. Yeah. It's very odd. Yeah, very weird. Uh, I'm seeing Sino is sending us something that might be the diamond mine, which is Joel Pearl, Ezra Judge, and yeah, uh, so apparently there's already some guys in the PC that are maybe this, this stable, this faction of diamonds and stuff, so... NXT, once again, moving things along. Uh, I also really liked the Adam Cole interview. I thought, yeah, that was excellent. I thought it was his best stuff in a long time. Me too. Uh, it made him look like a, a big deal again. Um, and yeah, yeah, liked NXT. Good stuff. That's what we thought. But let's see what you think. Forum.postwrestling.com. Every Tuesday night, we put up a forum thread here. We'll read any comments or questions you have to say. And I'll start with Mystery, who says, Hiya. Won't leave too much tonight because his second COVID vaccine dose is kicking his ass. Ooh. He says, he says Dakota versus Mercedes was an uh, was outright bad. It fell completely flat, especially since all three were in, are involved as clear cut heels. Is Tony Storm the biggest loser in NXT right now? She hasn't won a match since December. Gonna say that Johnny and Candice sent those flowers, chocolates, cupcakes to Ember and Shotzi in an attempt to break up Index. Anyways, thanks for the reviews. Ah, yes. So there you go. Maybe it's not Frankie. That it's just Johnny and Candice making it look like Dexter yeah. has the hots for someone else. But I, I like that Frankie's hovering around as well and just getting in everyone's business. Yeah. We go to Malachi, who says, Hiya, to answer last week's question, I work with people with disabilities, so it isn't nearly as cool as the word client makes it sound. Oh, yes, he said, uh, got to work with his client. And we're like, ooh, what's client. he doing? Sounds like a secret agent. Client. Uh, didn't have much time to pay attention tonight, so here's some highlights and observation of what I did watch. Storm losing because she refused to put away her opponent is great storytelling, but she's got to be in the doghouse or something because she hasn't won in quite some time. That shooting star press from her opponent looked beautiful yet dangerous. I'm enjoying Swerve's character work these days. Grimes is money, pun intended. It's weird the only thing holding back my enjoyment of the way is Johnny Gargano. If it was someone else in his position playing the part as well as him, they would easily be my favourite part of the show. However, knowing what he's capable of makes it feel like a demotion, despite the fact that he and the rest of the way consistently kill it in the entertainment department. It's quite the double-edged sword. 
That main event was fire, but damn, I didn't expect LDF to be that dominant. Well, that's it. As always, thanks for the reviews. You guys keep me entertained on long, arduous work days for many a year now. Thank you, Malachi. And I, I, you summed that up really well about the way. Yeah. Hey, thank you, man. We appreciate you listening to us, and we hope you can uh, get by your day better by listening to us. Absolutely. We appreciate it. And Crooked Letter 9, who says, Ted DiBiase and Cameron Grimes is a pairing I didn't know I wanted. Tony Storm has fallen off lately. Winning the Mae Young Classic feels so long ago when she was a can't-miss star. They need to fix that. Zeta's shooting star press was pretty dope. DK versus Mercedes Martinez was solid, but the post-match angle made Raquel even more heelish than Mercedes. That shot of Dakota holding the title has me salivating. God bless Timothy Thatcher for bringing back the shoes off chant. Mm -hmm. Indy Hartwell getting played like a fiddle will love conquer all. Swerve Scott works so well in a pre-tape setting. It's obvious that Adam Cole and Kyle aren't done. Imperium, Dane, and Maverick reeked of tension on both sides. I hope they follow with Wolf holding back from attacking him again. Legato Del Fantasma versus MS Kushida was fun. I hope they don't hot potato the Cruiserweight title because Santos Escobar is due for a jump into the deeper end of the pool. And I think this is Diamond Mine vignette isn't for a new talent, but an offshoot to NXT Evolve. Oh, so kind of like I suggested. So maybe. Crooked Letter is thinking that it is more of an, an evolved kind of like developmental type thing. So it maybe, could be, it maybe. Could be either. But yeah, uh, overall, like, yeah, it was an all right episode of NXT. Move things along and I'm looking forward to next week. I think Swerve and Ruff are going to kill it next week. I think so. The next week sounds great. I think that tag match could be really fun. Yeah. As well. Yeah, definitely looking forward to the things. And they're they're holding off on bigger feuds for the takeover whenever Absolutely. that may be. But, but everything's in a good position right now. Everyone's got something to do. The storytelling's making sense. And the matches have been really good. And there's been character growth. I, I think NXT is in a good place right now. Well, that was NXT. That's what we thought. That's what you thought. Thank you for listening to us here at Up Next. We'll be back next week with Up Next every Tuesday night. We'll be talking about next week's NXT. But we also cover AEW dynamite and we'll be doing that tomorrow night uh, and i think even f- next week f- hopefully with our new setup moving and everything uh we'll do our first watch along from the new place with blood and guts yes yes that's right hopefully if we get everything set up uh yeah absolutely watch along of blood and guts mm. yeah tuesday nights we do up next wednesday nights bd elite so listen to us uh talk about aew as well and go check out uh davy and sino did the impact rebellion review and a primer for that review uh listen to shot in the dark with john sino covering all the other stuff in 15 minutes or less john sino will wrap up all the wrestling you didn't check out and we'll uh cherry pick some of the stuff that you you should check out absolutely like all the dark elevation paul white on commentary <laughs> They're my favorite bits. It's just the commentary from these dark and dark elevations. It's great. Paul White, Taz. It's great. Fucking just good oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, all the podcasts and, of course, patreon.com slash up next. Only five bucks, guys. North American Tier gets you access to all these podcasts that we do. We do so many podcasts, and we want you to hear them all. Absolutely. And we can't do it without you guys. All our patrons help us keep this show and be daily free each and every week and i'd like to say a big thank you to some of our patrons today starting with adam joyce thank you thank you adam i want to shout out dan morrison uh i've met met him years ago long time oh yeah dan morrison i got him fucked up him and his him and his lady friend visited toronto and we went to the dance cave in lee's palace and got real messy very nice uh i'd like to say a big thank you to cody gallant 
Thank you, Cody. Thank you, Cody. I believe I owe you a hoodie. We do. I'll yeah. be contacting yeah. you. I haven't done that yet. I apologize. My head's in other places. Thank you to Bob Treebush. Thank, thank you, Bob. A big thank you to Devon Holbrook. A big thank you to Jeremy Angel. You're my angel. Carl Crossley, thank you so, so much. Big thank you to Frederick Lindstrom. Thank you, Frederick. A big thank you to Abbas Wali. And a shout out to David Stilato. All patrons. Well, we sometimes shout them out here on the show. But yes. we appreciate you guys. We shout you we guys out. We appreciate all of you. Because uh, we do this because we're powered, proudly powered by our Patreon. So go check us out. And you want to check out all the back shows we've done, Was Next, Best Match Ever, all that stuff. It's in the back catalog. And you can access that by accessing our Patreon. We appreciate you guys. Uh, we're in a crazy time. We're moving. We're we're not really working too much, but we're trying. Uh, but we uh, we got wrestling to watch. We always have wrestling to watch. Every day of the week, there's so, wrestling. Like that's not a bad thing. No, it's a, it's a wonderful thing if you're a <laughs> wrestling fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you, everybody. I myself, Braden Harrington. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Brady, and you can find me at Davy Portman. And always follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Up Next Podcast because we post all sorts of different things, like the Tian Sha Queen meme. Yes, and all sorts of stuff like that. So. Thank you for listening. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And I see a little silhouette of a man's cat. I don't know the rest. There's no Fandango this week. Ah. Yeah. Are they released? Sorry? No. (laughs) No one asked me. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Goodbye. guys. Ahoy! We're moving on up. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.